This is the Berkhamsted Spotlight, the podcast showcasing a remarkable community. And today we're speaking to some of the cast of the prep musical Beauty and the Beast. Now, there was a cast of more than 100 pupils in this, so speaking to them all was never going to be an option on the podcast. But we do have with us seven of the cast, including Chip, Madame de la Grande Bouche, Belle, Cogsworth, Lumiere, Maurice and Gaston. So we're going to hear all about the rehearsals, the stressful parts of the preparation, but also what it feels like for our pupils to be on stage in front of the audience and how they cope when things don't quite go as planned. So let's dive into this episode with our Year 6 pupils, but also with the school's very own Mrs Kate Turnley. So today we've got Mrs Turnley and a number of Year 6 pupils. We're about to speak to the Year 6 pupils, but first of all, Mrs Turnley, or Kate, I'm going to call you for a moment. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. It's great to talk to you, especially with one, two, three, four, five, six. I think we've got seven year six pupils with us today. So we're going to find out all about this. But we're also going to be finding out about Beauty and the Beast and how all of that went. But first of all, I wonder if you could just tell us uh, in a nutshell what the whole production was all about. Just give us a, a quick summary of, of what, what's been going on. Right. Well, we started rehearsals back in January. Um, auditions were before Christmas, so rehearsals started in January right the way through to May of the production. And we usually double cast now because there were a hundred and three. We had a, a new student arrive literally two weeks before the show called Jess, Jessica, Jessie, Jessie. Um, so there were 103 pupils in the show and we we do double cast, so it's it's a bit more fair. Really, there are only about 10 named characters, but if we double cast the show, uh, we've then obviously given out 20 named parts, um, which does seem a bit more yeah, fair. Okay, so just so that we all understand, how does that double casting actually work? So in Act 1, we have the named parts, Gaston, Lumiere, Cogsworth, Mrs Potts, all of those characters are cast with, with certain children. And then we cast a whole new set of named parts for Act 2. So they wear the same costume. The audience know, you know who they are. In fact, a few members of the audience um, said to me, oh, I didn't even realise there was a there was someone different, <laughs> which is quite interesting. So yeah, and rehearsals went really well. They do their singing. Uh, they learn the songs in the music lessons. And then we block the dances mostly in the drama lessons and then after school rehearsals. I see. Right. OK, so it's all great fun. And when was the actual production held then? It was the 3rd and 4th of May in the Centenary Theatre. OK, right. And just for people who don't know, where, where is the Centenary Theatre? It's at the senior school in Kings Road. It's fantastic theatre. It seats about 500 um, audience. It's got lighting rig. They were a radio mic. We had an orchestra. Does anyone know how many people were in the orchestra? Eight. Eight, I think it was. Eight-piece orchestra. Amazing set that we hired in. That's the first time we've done that. It was very big, but fun. That sounds amazing. That really does. Now, just tell us, Kate, lastly, before uh, we speak to our pupils, just tell us a little bit about uh, who we've got in the room here with us right now. We have uh, seven amazing students who played named parts in the show. 
So we've got the incredible Greta, who played Chip in Act One. We have Jess, who played one half of the wardrobe, a Madame de la Grande Bouche in Act Two. We have Act One Belle, Grace, amazing, amazing. Tabby, Cogsworth, Orla, Lumiere, who managed to do a French accent very well, which I can't do. Maurice is Barney and we have Gaston played by Sam. Fantastic. Okay, so we've got a good number of people here. And so it's going to be great fun to speak to our year six pupils right now. And it kind of feels most appropriate, I think, if we start off talking to Belle, in fact, I'm not sure whether or not we should be using stage names or, or real names for this. But Grace, if, if we speak to you first as playing the character of Belle, first of all, w what was that like for you playing that character? I mean, because that is a significant character in Beauty and the Beast. Well, it was very exciting because I auditioned for Belle and whenever I knew I got the part, I was extremely happy. Wow. So what was it like auditioning then? Was that a bit scary at the time? Yeah, because a lot of people went for people like Belle and the Beast because they're like the sort of nearly the lead. So what was it like then during the rehearsals? Because there's 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 quite a lot to do there, isn't there? Yeah, it was it was very fun at some points. You were allowed your script while rehearsing. Except from whenever it was two or three weeks before the show, you weren't allowed your script at all. So you really had to put in that hard work to learn it. I like that. I, I like that system of actually not being allowed your scripts because I imagine, uh, Kate, just to jump back to you for a second, I, I imagine that that really focuses the children to, to having to learn their lines. Is that right? Oh, totally. And as soon as they put their script down, obviously they can focus on their character and their movement. And there was a lot of dancing, wasn't there? Yeah. Especially... Uh, probably Gaston had the hardest dance. He was he was in the tavern. He was lifting people up. <laughs> and I had I kept dancing. I had like boots, ten, size ten boots that weighed like so they're really heavy. So he had a lot to deal with. So holding a script would have you know really hindered him as well. So putting the script down, they can explore the character more and just be more immersed in their part. That's that's why we say scripts down was after Easter, actually, I think. Yeah, yeah. that all sounds fantastic. And, and it's great to hear from Sam there playing Gaston. Sam, tell us a little bit about what it was like playing that character, because Gaston, he is a real character, isn't he? It was really good. It was because it's like exciting. And I before I probably watched the film like once or twice. So I sort of knew like how Gaston acted. But when I was on the, the stage, I felt like quite confident about Gaston and I felt like I knew it well so like, I knew what to do like all the reactions uh, of how he like moves and like how he acts and 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 tell me about lifting people up I mean how does that actually work <laughs> so I had to lift up three people it was Lucy Eliza and Olivia so I just put my hands around their race uh, their waist and they just jumped in the air and well, I followed through with my hands. Gosh, that, that, that's very impressive. You must be very strong in real life then, as well as as, as well as being in character there. And Definitely. I also heard that uh, Orla, um, uh, Kate. I think you were saying that Orla's uh, French accent was was a great one for Lumiere. Oh, 
Yes. Wee oui, wee oui, wee. Oui. Orla, what was it like playing that character and having a French accent there then? It was very good, but it was also quite difficult to do a French accent mm -hmm. as well as trying to learn lines. Mm -hmm. Did you find that when you're rehearsing, you're doing your French accent, but then when you stop rehearsing, you kind of carry on doing the French accent? Uh, yeah, slightly. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm dying to know what this actually sounded like. So can you give me a couple of your lines that you had, uh, but with the French accent? Uh, ma chère mademoiselle, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you here tonight. Fantastic. I love that. I love that. In fact, quick round of applause for Lumiere there, I think, for doing that. <laughs> But of course, we, we don't just have Lumiere, we've also got some more characters here as well. So Madame de la Grande Bouche, or one half of the wardrobe. Uh, Jess, what was it like playing your half of the wardrobe? It was quite hard. It, we had to be quite similar and it was quite hard doing the lines at exactly the same time. Yeah, that was quite difficult. Was it, was it quite fun moving around the stage being one half of the wardrobe? Yeah, but yeah, again, it was quite hard to like move at the same pace and time um so when we were human again that was much um better because we can move whenever we wanted however we wanted so a good bit of teamwork going on there between you and kieran in that case it sounds like and greta you play chip is that right yeah okay t tell us about chip's character just for the sake of people who might not know so chip is a seven-year-old boy who is very close with his mother Mrs. Potts, and he is a teacup. Lovely. I, I think most people who are listening to this right now can probably remember Chip from seeing uh, at, at least the movie production of, of, the, uh, of the story. So tell me what it was like then playing Chip. It was really nice. It was, I liked playing a little boy and I had really good chemistry with the person playing Mrs. Potts, which was Lucy. Oh, that's awesome. That's really good. Uh, thank you for that, Greta. Now, uh, Barney, you, you played Maurice, is that right? Yes, that is correct. Okay, so tell us about Maurice as a character. It was really fun, but I felt really old. <laughs> the wrinkles all over my face as well. Was it quite fun then, playing an older character? It was fun, very fun, yes. Excellent. W w would you say that that was a hard character to play because you're not playing your own age? Yes, yes, I bet, yeah. And what were the hard part parts about that? It looks definitely much like a Lamborghini. And at, like the steering wheel was this like stir thing, and you like pushed it to one side, and then the wheels would move with it. And then it was like a bike; you had these pedals, and yeah, it was really hard to get going. So at the start, when I go on, a teacher had to push me on. Excellent. And did everything go well on the night as well, or were there any mistakes? Did anything go wrong on on, on either of the productions? Luckily, I think everything went well with the car. Yes. Okay, that's good to hear. That's very good to hear. Um, and where's Cogsworth? Hey. <laughs> Hello, Tabby. Uh, Tabby, what was it like for you then playing Cogsworth? Probably one of the most awkward things I've done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Even more awkward than doing a school podcast. Uh, that's great to hear. Uh, tell us why it was awkward then, Tabby. So my costume was a massive box with a, like, um, what are they called? A pendulum. A pendulum right in the middle of it with a massive circle on the end. I was wearing a wig. And I looked like I had a very rough night. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I love that, Tabby. So just for the sake of anyone listening, Cogsworth plays, well, Cogsworth is a, it's a large clock. Is it a grandfather clock? Is, 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 that, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, not an easy character to play. 
not an easy character to play. Okay, um, Kate, just to jump back to you for a moment, tell, tell me a little bit about the production and, and why that was chosen in the first place as, as Beauty and the Beast. Several reasons, really. It's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, Miss Carr and I, she's the music teacher, we always look at the year group we've got and we've got a list of plays that we want to do uh, together. Um, and this year we just thought we had the right combination of children. Uh, we always sit there sort of discussing, have we got a bell? And we thought, yes, we do. <laughs> have we got children courageous enough to be clocks and can you know candlesticks and uh, have we got a Gaston and we thought hmm I think we do so it, we basically kind of have ideas of children that could potentially play those roles obviously in, in auditions they surprise us and you know other children come forward and we think oh I hadn't thought of that you know that person would be amazing um, it's beautiful it's a lovely story it's magical the lighting is is really fantastic uh we also in in sort of did a, a a petal ballet that we we added so we could introduce more dancing that was sort of the decision we just came to it together and thought yep yeah, we've got a beauty and beast cast in year six and kate when would you say was the most stressful time during the rehearsals because we all understand that rehearsals can get a bit stressy from time to time so when would you say the most stressful part was for you uh, definitely the day the set arrived and we saw how big it was because I, I don't usually hire a set. We normally make something, uh, but this year we thought mm, a castle, a wood, a village, a town, you know, there was a lot to think about. So we hired it in, but it was big. There was a lot of furniture. There are 103 children in the cast. So there's a big set, lots of children. The pit was big. Uh, to fit the orchestra in so and the costumes were big everything was big so so that was our challenge uh, Mrs Brown who does the choreography uh, was also sort of just staring at the set thinking we're not going to get them on stage it's not big enough but we did so it was fine we got there in the end that's great. That's really good to hear. Now, I'm going to jump back to Belle for a second. Uh, Belle, playing a character like that is clearly a, a significant character to play. What's it like for you when you're stood on stage and you've got that entire audience there in front of you? At first, it felt really nerve-wracking, but after a few scenes, it actually felt really comfortable in a way. Tell me more about that. You say it felt comfortable. Is 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 that a feeling then that you that you that you enjoyed that sort of sense of exhilaration? Yeah, I don't really know how to explain it. I just love being on stage and performing. Would you like to do more of this later in in your school life? Uh, yeah, definitely. I do a acting club outside of school, so that also helps me. Ah, oh, I see. Right. Tell us a bit more about that acting club. Well, it's really close to school, actually, and I do it every Thursday after school, after my club. And I do it oh, with I a few see. more people who were, in the, who were some main characters as well, including um, the Act One Mrs. Potts, um, Jessica, who's here now, and um, Belle Act Two actually goes to Gobstoppers as well, and LeFou Act One, who's... Gaston sidekick. I see. I see. Right. That sounds fantastic. That really does. Kate, just to jump back to you for a second then. Um, so during the actual 
performances quite quite often with these performances i, I believe that, that that there are some things that maybe don't go according to plan uh, but the audience often doesn't even notice these things that that don't quite happen uh, were there any situations where anything didn't work out quite as they should have done on the night yes you'd agree wouldn't you children yes <laughs> There were lots of there were lots of things that um, went a little bit wrong, and I, I'm lucky enough to be at the front watching, uh, which might be an advantage or not. Um, but sorry, Bell, I'm going to mention the basket. <laughs> it's when it's very difficult, and it's it's such a learning curve for actors, and that the children deal with it so well. But I know. Uh, and they know that when they appear on stage and they haven't got something and they really need it, Belle comes on in Act One and has a basket with a scarf in it that she gives to Maurice when he goes off on his travels on his uh, machine that he's invented. And when Belle walked on, I just thought, oh, no, she hasn't got the basket. And you were singing so beautifully, Grace. Um, and then I was waiting for a moment when you go... <gasps> in your face, but you didn't show it at all that you'd forgotten it. Yeah, I looked down at my hands and I realised, where's my basket? <laughs> um, because the weight that was actually on my other arm was just my other arm. <laughs> so I was like crossing my arms. So yeah, she mined it though, didn't you? The scarf was mimed and Maurice was very good at pretending it was around his neck. So it was fine, it was fine. <laughs> There was another time as well, which was brilliant with Cogsworth. Tabby was in her uh, Cogsworth costume, this massive cardboard box clock, and she dealt with it so well with the wig and the boots and everything. Um, and in one scene, this enormous bed was pushed on stage and Cogsworth uh, is supposed to exit stage left and couldn't get past the bed. So she decides to go in front of one of the wooden tabs. But in rehearsals, we kept saying, don't go in front of the wooden tabs because you won't get off stage. You just won't be able to get off in your box. So poor Tabby had no option but to go in front of the wooden tabs. <laughs> and all I could see was her trying to squeeze off stage in this huge box and just, and she got wedged and she couldn't go anywhere. She just got stuck in the wings. <laughs> But only I could see you, I think. Honestly, Tabby, only I could see you. Um, <laughs> stuck there. Um, so, and then when she came back on, she just pretended as though nothing had happened and she just unwedged herself and walked back on stage. Well, you're clearly working with professionals there. We can see that, Kate. You definitely got a good group of people there to be working with. Now, what oh, would definitely. you say has been your remarkable moments in this whole production? Oh, um... I always think uh, the most remarkable moment really is when you have an idea and you can visualise it and then on the opening night, there it is, really. Or even better than you imagined, because when you, I forget the children are, you know, they're young. I've worked with students much, much older um, and your expectation can be higher with drama students but these children in year six amaze me and there they are you know in lights with costumes and just giving their all and I think that's my highlight I get quite emotional don't I if I have a cry that's a good sign unless it's really bad <laughs> <laughs> then you're just crying because it's so bad right yes exactly it, it was tears of joy 
I love that. I love that. There's 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 always a moment for a bit of emotion during these productions, which is great. And so, Kate, is there anywhere that people can see photos from the event? Yes, they can. They can access them on our website in the news section. Uh, the production photographs are there and they're really good. Excellent. Okay, well, what we'll do, we'll put a link to that in the show notes that goes with this episode. So for people who are listening to this right now, if you, if you click on the show notes, then you'll be able to follow that link through and then see what the update from the production itself and and some of those photos too. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I'm I'm going to say thank you to, uh, to to our cast. So so Chip, Madame de la Grande Bouche, uh, to Belle, to Cogsworth, to Lumiere, to Maurice and to Gaston. So thank you to all of you. Thank you. Thank you. And Kate, thank you to you as well. It's been great talking to you all. It really has. You're very welcome. Really lovely to speak to you, Simon. Thank you so much. So that was Chip, Madame de la Grande Bouche, Belle, Cogsworth, Lumiere, Maurice, Gaston and Mrs. Turnley telling us all about the prep musical Beauty and the Beast. A big thank you to them all and a huge shout out to the other cast members who couldn't be with us for the recording. Like I mentioned, the link to the production is in the news section on the website and that is in the show notes, so do go and check that out. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.